So, as I normally do in the morning, uh, I was flipping through my Twitter feed, looking at headlines and getting a sense of what's going on in the world. I do that pretty regularly, I'm pretty selective about what I follow because I don't want to just mindlessly throw, scroll through. But anyway, there are some things I follow and some people that I follow. And uh, this morning, one of those people, um, a Christian guy, a uh, strong believer, someone who I generally really like, you know, things that he posts and that. But he posted a question this morning that I don't think in any way was intended to stir up trouble so much. It was just kind of an interesting question, a thought-provoking question. And uh, it was, what doctrinal view have you changed? Um, I'm pretty sure this is how it was phrased. What doctrinal view have you changed over the years and why? And, um, you know, in the response section, I never really respond to these things online, but um, in the response section, uh, many people had many different biblical doctrinal positions on things that they changed and they gave various reasons why. Um, you know, and, and his, though, uh, was that he had been a uh, pre-tribulation rapture believer. He held that position for some time, but changed his view. And the reason he gave was, is that it didn't prepare people for the sufferings and such that would come in the, in the days to come. And uh, so I thought, okay, well, you know, um, I've heard that, that reason, among a few others that are very, very common reasons why people would choose not to follow or not to believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. Uh, it typically is something like, well, because it it causes people, again, not to feel like they need to prepare for hardship and difficulty, often in connection with the idea that they believe the rapture is really seen as kind of an escape from hardship, like somehow this generation will somehow escape hardship, whereas other generations had to endure it. Um, other you know reasons uh, exist as well. Um, um, uh, one of them is you know another one would be that well I don't believe in a preacher rapture because you know that encourages people to sort of sit back and do nothing uh, because they believe Jesus can come today so why get involved in anything? Now these are reasons that sound logical and they sound like they're directly connected. Uh, however, I would uh, I would very very uh, unabashedly argue that that none of those reasons really are good reasons not to believe in a preacher of rapture. Here's why. Uh, two reasons why. Number one, because you never base a doctrine, your understanding of a doctrine of scripture, uh, you never give much heft to the subjective responses that people might have to that doctrine. In other words, something is not true or false based on people's response to it. It's true or false based on what God said. How people respond to that is a completely subjective thing based on any number of a plethora of different possible reasons. Um, the other reason is because uh, you could just as easily um, say, uh, put any rapture view or even amillennialism, a non-rapture view, uh, forth and have some significantly troubling responses to that, that if you're going to be consistent in your approach to why you reject one, there are plenty of reasons like those subjective reasons where you might reject uh, any of the other views. And so uh, I would definitely not be of the mindset of saying that I believe or don't believe in a doctrine of scripture based on the subjective response that I or anyone else might take to it. Uh, for example, um, you know, the, the typical view that, um, well, if you're a pre-trib guy then or pre-trib person, then, you know, you're prone to not really getting involved in much of anything because if you think Jesus is coming today, then what's the point? Well, you know, you could just as well take like a, um, a pre-wrath view, which is a view that has some, you know, reasonable merit to it. 
I don't hold it, but I, I think if I wasn't a pre-trib guy, I probably would be a pre-wrath guy. Um, but, um, um, but you could just as easily say, well, you know, there's no reason to really worry too much about living holy uh, if you're wondering when Jesus is coming, because he can't come until a certain number of seals have been broken, you're at a certain point in the tribulation, and then uh, until that happens, you really aren't going to be looking for the rapture. So that to say that that doesn't somehow affect your, uh, your response or your anticipation, your preparedness or uh, approach to holy living or anything like that, you could just as easily make an argument that that view propagates the idea that there's no reason to really rush this whole idea of holy living or any number of other things. I'm saying that's a very subjective approach to that perspective, and it wouldn't be fair to pre-wrath to say that that necessarily means that that's going to cause believers to respond a certain way. Um, and I would, I would argue as well, and it's still subjective, but I would say that if you're expecting Jesus to come back today, then you want to have your hand on the plow today. I want to be doing this when Jesus comes. I want to be with my family doing something meaningful. I want to, you know, be uh, in the Word or something. I, I want to be about his business when he's coming. I don't want to be doing something that I'd be embarrassed about if he showed up right now. Um, you know, so, um, you know, to say that uh, a particular view necessarily pushes a particular response, I think is very, very subjective and therefore ought to not be really considered. And that would be true for any of you, whichever one that you happen to hold. I think it's just inconsistent to sort of assume that that's the case and not apply that same standard to all views. Um, I think the reasons to hold to a pre-tribulation view from a, script, a strictly scriptural standpoint are substantial. I think that there is a good reason to hold to a pre-tribulation view. Uh, so, you know, for all those folks that, that sort of just point to one view and sort of take that approach, I would just really encourage you uh, to recognize that every eschatological perspective in regard to, you know, the timing of the rapture and other elements within eschatology oftentimes lend themselves to responses that don't necessarily uh, connect. They can, and they often do, but they don't necessarily. In other words, the view itself does not encourage that kind of response. Um, you know, the Bible is replete with examples of, uh, of the importance of being ready and to be watchful and to be paying attention to the signs of the times. Uh, you know, I, I often point out uh, when Jesus indicted the Pharisees for not recognizing the legitimate signs of the times of his first coming. Well, why would we assume the signs of his second coming would be uh, any different? And we should be looking for those as well. Plus, there never seems to be any encouragement whatsoever to embrace the idea that my master delays his coming and that kind of thing. So uh, there's lots and lots of encouragements toward the idea of, of expecting the imminent coming of Christ in the rapture for, uh, to snatch his bride away. Not to mention, you know, of course, the, you know, the marriage analogy, the Jewish wedding and all that kind of thing. There's, there's lots and lots of good reasons to hold to a pre-tribulation view. And there are reasons why people hold to any of those eschatological perspectives. That's um, there are lots of reasons why they have merit. Uh, none, of these, uh, none of these perspectives would exist if there weren't reasons to support them. So I think it's just patently unfair to look at any view. And I'm not just, I'm not just defending the pre-tribulation view. I'm defending all views in this perspective. It's, um, it's just, uh, I think, um, again, very unfair to, uh, to judge a doctrine based on the subjective response of people to it. And so that's just a, you know, that, that's a, a principle that, you know, applies not only to eschatology, but also hermeneutic, you know, the interpretation of scripture and that kind of thing. So, 
Um, so anyway, if, whatever whatever perspective you cultivate and believe and hold to and stand on in regard to your thoughts on the rapture, whether it, it is a thing or not, when it'll happen, those kinds of things, um, make sure that you take a good objective look at what the scripture itself has to say. Don't worry about what people, how people act in response to it, um, because again, that may not necessarily uh, give you an accurate sense of the truthfulness of a doctrine. Um, so we always want to look stri strictly to sp scripture for that and just build our case on that. So for what it's worth, I'm not trying to shine on the dude that uh, that posted that. It's just I would disagree with him uh, as far as the reason is why he changed his view. Um, but of course, you know, um, it is what it is. So there you go. Just thought I would share a few minutes on that and um, um, just, you know, to be... Um, you know, to sort of put in your toolbox when it comes to thinking through your positions on doctrinal issues. So there you go. Father, we just pray that you give us wisdom, that you'd help us to understand uh, how to develop and stand upon a doctrine, help us not to be subjective in our thinking or our reasoning when it comes to developing our understanding. But Father, give us wisdom and give us uh, hearts and eyes and minds that are deeply desiring to be students of the word and to let the word objectively tell us what it tells us and to stand on those things. So thank you for your grace in this. Help us to be gracious with one another when we do differ on things and when we discuss the different reasons and such why we believe what we believe. But Father, we do pray for wisdom. Uh, again, in grace, fellowship, all of these things would be intact and be employed and in use in the midst of our thinking through these things. So we love you, Lord, and thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.